effectively. White boy, don't say that. White boy, oh you so bad. White boy, you wish you were black. White boy, dear white boy. Sorry, it's been a long week, and I just had to work, so uh, it's kind of hard to record, but hey, a lot has happened, and we honestly just needed things to develop before I could even update you, and honestly, here's the update, guys. Kind of in the same exact scenario um, as, as last uh, the last video I posted, except there's some crazy allegations, but as far as actual legal claims... Um, and what's gone in, in the court system, um, it, nothing has really happened, and it's looking less and less likely like Trump's going to pull off a miracle uh, reversal here. But I'm not saying it's over, guys. It's not over till the fat lady sings, and the uh, states have just now started certifying results, which means they've actually uh, either recounted or um, got done with their canvassing and actually making sure votes were legitimate as much as they can, and I could talk about how the our voter system is incredibly vulnerable to fraud, and you can it's easy to manipulate votes, but um, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm just here to talk about the facts to you guys and um, try to put it in terms that everyone can understand, that I can understand. But uh, yeah, so nothing really new, just Trump could still somehow win, but like I said, it's looking less and less likely, so... Uh, Let's get into exactly why that is. Um, so, if you guys want to follow some people, as far as mainstream media goes and people on TV that are talking about this, people are still backing Trump, like Tucker Carlson, they're backing Trump in the possibility of him winning, but no one has really been coming out and having the cojones to be like, yes, absolutely, fraud is the only reason Biden won and this whole election is a scam and going to get flipped. Um, However, if you do want to follow a couple of people that are pretty much, for the most part, on that um, on that side of the fence, uh, Dinesh, Dinesh D'Souza, I can't say his name very well, he's the producer of Trump Card on Netflix. To, uh, actually, I haven't seen it, but I've heard great things. If you guys want to look him up, he's on Parlor. Highly recommend that everyone go, go out and get a Parlor account. It's um, basically like the new social media, the new Twitter that's not biased. It's, it's a bunch of, you know... Um, libertarian and uh, more right-leaning people have joined because they're sick of the social media censorship that we're starting to see and uh, especially on Twitter and uh, definitely on Facebook as well but Facebook is has been somewhat fair until recently and you they've definitely started to crack down um, on some more conservative outlets uh, but that's beside the point. So Dinesh D'Souza, Mark Levine, he's um, he was on Fox, a Fox contributor. I don't know if he's still um, with them because I know he disagrees with Fox on pretty much everything nowadays. Um, he's also on Parlor. Go go give him a look. He's uh, he's pretty legit. He's not too far extreme. He's about as he's about as far right and as extreme as anyone that would. Be had been on TV recently and been on Fox, you know, actually giving their opinion and, and telling that this isn't like, um, media matters stuff. This is like pretty legit guy, but he is willing to go out there and tell you the truth. And, um, but he, he is pretty much saying that he thinks the, the election has, has 
totally been stolen and is going to be flipped eventually. Um, like I said, though, the evidence just hasn't really emerged yet to show that. Um, lastly, Anna Pauline Luna. She was actually a veteran. She's from Southern California, and she was running for the 13th district here in Florida, but obviously lost, um, but actually ran a much better, much closer race than what was expected. Uh, very intelligent woman and uh, has a bright future in politics, to say the least. So look up these people if you guys want um, more updates, more information than what I can give you in a once or twice a week um, video session. All right, so continuing on. So there's been, like I said, lots of allegations, but no real evidence in the legal cases, which is the only place that really matters. Um, I'm gonna get to this, sorry. I need to make a edit real quick. This is gonna go down here. There we go. All right. I'm back at it, DJ Chan. So I'm gonna go through just a couple states where the main um, legal battles have occurred and where we have some new stories and new news, as you may say. Um, Michigan. So you guys remember, I did a whole episode on Michigan and how I, yes, Trump basically got his ass whooped in Michigan and there's almost no way that um, Michigan could get flipped barring crazy, uh, massive voter fraud and corruption like we've never seen before, which I will get to later because there is new allegations regarding that. But um, as far as the official legal challenges going in Michigan, um, there has been some fraud that has, there's been plenty of affidavits filed, you know, alleging fraud, but the actual legal case that was pending in Michigan has been dismissed um, voluntarily by the Trump campaign, so they dismissed it themselves. They said they just pulled out of the legal fight and sort of tried to declare it a win because um, they're saying, yes, we proved, you know, we have the evidence to say that voter fraud occurred. But the numbers, like I discussed in my video um, the other week, the numbers just aren't there to uh, change the election. So they're like, well, um, legally you need to be able to show that and allege that even allege that voter fraud occurred and allege that um, enough voter fraud occurred to change the election results, which they're not able to meet that second prong. So they basically just had to say, oh, no. Um, and pulled out the fight, and they kind of tried to save face and declare it a win and say that, well, we did show that, you know, voter fraud occurred, which which they did, and like I said, yes, I knew voter fraud occurred in Michigan, but just not not enough to change the results, and that's kind of what was expected in a Michigan, of a blue state, for the most part. Um, four affidavits that... Uh, Giuliani actually mentioned Rudy Giuliani for those of you who don't know is the personal attorney and basically one of the face attorneys they're using in, in press conferences for these um, legal voter fraud claims he mentioned four affidavits that um, people testified to witnessing the truckloads of ballots coming in containing all only Biden votes um, so he mentioned that in the press conference but there hasn't actually been any mention of that in the legal cases so far, which press conferences don't mean anything. It's, it's all about the courts right now. And if it's not mentioned in the courts, then it doesn't mean anything. I mean, maybe they just haven't gotten to it yet and they're going to, but um, you, you would think that if they have the affidavits, they would have already made those amendments and added those claims to the legal case. And like I said, the legal case has been dismissed. So 
that doesn't mean anything. It's just him saying things at a press conference. Um, lastly, Giuliani also mentioned in the press conference that there's an allegation of uh, voter, the ballot books not being balanced. So like in areas like Detroit and Philadelphia, um, basically this means that a bunch of people signed up to vote and then also either voted by mail or they vote, they showed up to vote, signed in, but didn't actually vote, which is like a voter irregularity and could mean fraud. Um, but even with this, this hasn't actually been made, this claim hasn't actually been made in a legal case. So once again, it's just him you know, blowing hot air. It doesn't mean anything. And basically what I'm thinking is Michigan's a lost cause and they're realizing that even if everything they say is true, it's not going to be enough to change the results. So they're just like, screw it. Which makes me think, I mean, guys, more and more likely that Biden just won legitimately, which is, like I said, the more likely scenario in the first place. Pennsylvania is the only other state that I really have much info for you guys tonight. I'm sorry. It just takes a long time to get the actual specific details that I want to give you. The legal claim that brought in Pennsylvania was basically just voter irregularities. They had voter fraud and voter irregularities in the original claims. They dropped the voter fraud claims and just stuck to irregularities because of the <clears throat> sketchy um, maneuverings of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court and Secretary of State, and which Trump won these legal claims originally to at least put a hold and, and separate you know, the old absentee mail-in ballots, the ones that were past the deadline, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but pretty much it's looking a lot like Michigan in that even if everything that they allege in these legal cases is true, the number of votes that it would actually affect is not enough to change the outcome of the election results in Pennsylvania. Unless some crazy new evidence emerges soon, like very soon, because you know states are starting to certify just now. Um, they're starting to certify. So if this new evidence doesn't come up soon, then um, it's not looking good, guys. So... <clears throat> One of the few claims that are left are that the curing ballots are not being allowed for Republicans, but they are for Democrats. Um, I don't think they have any evidence of this yet, but Giuliani actually mentioned, and this might be, correct me if I'm wrong, this might be another one that was mentioned in the presser, but isn't actually even showing up in the legal cases yet, where um, a curing a ballot is basically where the vote vote counters are looking at a ballot and they're like, oh, well, this one's missing a signature or this one has this you know, flaw in it. So we're going to reach out to the voter and see if they would like to hurry up, get here and correct their ballot before it's too late. And their vote just doesn't get counted. And Giuliani says in the presser that um, basically Democratic areas like Philadelphia um, were, were allowing dem Democrat voters, just areas that are highly Democrat versus Republican we're being allowed this chance while highly Republican or, or Trump country um, was not being allowed this chance. So they were just getting their votes thrown out, not counted, whereas Democrats were getting way more chances and way more opportunities to make sure their ballots were counted. Um, but look it up for yourself if you want to know the specifics of that. But like I said, still looking like um, it's not going to matter either way. Nevada, the only information I have is the legal challenge is basically just alleging fraud via affidavits, so a ton of affidavits, so people just, you know, swearing, um, giving their testimony under oath and saying that, um, you know, this happened, that happened, voter fraud occurred, they weren't allowed to, you know, they were intimidated, they weren't allowed to watch 
the counting of the votes. But the thing about the Nevada suit is that they were actually attempting to throw out the entire state's election results with just voter fraud affidavits, which is sort of what they're going on in every state. Um, and it just it doesn't look like they're going to be successful there. Arizona, don't know. Don't think there's any actual official legal claims that have been filed in Arizona. Um, but look that up yourself if you want to know. So an update on Georgia, they, as everyone knows, they had a, um, a recount and they pretty much should be finished with the recount by now or just finishing up. Two counties found a couple thousand missing votes, 5,400 total. Um, as of earlier this week, only a little over 1,500 were for Trump and a little over 1,100 were for Biden. And then after um, our a more recent update basically has it changing the Trump deficit by like 1,100 votes or so, but there's still like a 10,000, uh, around 10,000 vote um, deficit for Trump to overcome that. It's just not looking like that's going to happen. In the other counties, aside from those two counties, 57 of them had no change. 21 of them had a plus or minus of in single digits. And then, um, or, or no, 21 were just plus or minus by one. So there's only one ballot mistake and then 32 counties were off by only single digits so it's just not looking good not looking good doesn't look like Georgia would be affected much um, unless like I said unless this was massive massive voter fraud like we've never seen before but here's what I wanted to talk about the most guys Sydney Powell and this is where I my heart jumped when I first heard this and this is probably anyone who you know if you saw someone getting pumped up on Facebook or you know, at work about, oh yeah, it's, you know, here it is. This is the, the bombshell news, um, as CNN would say. The bombshell is here, you know, this election was stolen from Trump. And the reason I say this is because Sidney Powell is actually um, a legitimate lawyer. She um, was the lawyer for the Michael Flynn case. For those of you who don't know what that's about, um, 30 seconds on Michael Flynn case. Michael Michael Flynn, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he was supposed to be the attorney general under Trump's administration when he won um, in his first term, but he was basically um, basically just got screwed over by the FBI um, and the Obama administration before Obama left the, the office. They actually sent FBI agents to Flynn, blah, blah, blah. They entrapped him. They told him he didn't need an attorney, and then they talked to him. They're like, it's not a serious conversation basically caught him in a lie, even though it wasn't really a lie. If you know anything, ask any attorney who's legit and they'll tell you. You get experienced FBI prosecutors to talk to someone without an attorney, you can get them um, caught up in, in, in a lie and it is a crime to actually lie to an FBI agent. So they prosecuted him for this crime and basically bankrupted this guy, ruined his life, ruined his reputation for two, three years of, of litigation, etc. Sidney Powell was the lawyer for this guy and actually finally got the case dismissed um, and got the prosecutors who were involved in trouble or the FBI agents who wrongly did this in trouble, um, which is not easy thing to do because the courts are generally left-leaning, especially around Washington, and the FBI is crazy corrupt now. But regardless, she has to be legit. She has to know what she's talking about if she was able to do that. That being said, listen to these allegations because they are mind-blowing and there hasn't really been much evidence aside from what Sidney Powell is saying so you got to take it with a grain of salt 
here we go. This is the only way, most likely, that Trump could actually reverse his election. And this is possible, but like I said, no evidence yet. The Dominion voting systems, which is used in 24 states um, in America and is used in, in countries around the world, she is alleging that millions of votes were changed and switched um, because of these Dominion voting systems being vulnerable to hack and that they were in fact hacked. She's alleging that this happened, that they were hacked and an algorithm was implanted in these Dominion voting systems to ensure a Biden victory. Now, Smart, so the two companies at play here are Dominion and then the other one is Smartmatic Technology Software. Now, technically, these are two different companies that are, um, technically speaking, competitors. But from what Sidney Powell is alleging, it sounds like she is saying they're working in this together in a conspiratorial manner and acting incredibly corruptly and basically taking crazy amounts of money in from... Um, from candidates all over the world and all in the United States, both Republican and Democrat, um, to ensure their victory. So, hey, you, you're rich, you're a rich business person, you want to hold office somewhere, you pay Dominion, you know, a couple mil, and they're like, hey, gotcha, you're going to be a representative or a senator here. That's what she's alleging. That's insane, um, if it were true, but we don't have any evidence really supporting it so far. But if you... Those of you who have actually listened, all three of you that have actually listened to my other videos where I talked about the expert who explained that these voter systems are vulnerable to hack, she explained that in her presser when she's making the um, this crazy allegations, and it is possible. It's possible, guys. Um, is it likely? Probably not, but it, it's possible. So, and we'll have to wait and see. Um, so. Further on these allegations, she actually gets pretty specific, which makes me think it's it's more possible um, that it is true, is that communist that these um, Dominion voter systems, in conjunction with Smartmatic technology, are backed by crazy amounts of communist money coming in from Venezuela, which we all know um, Hugo Chavez is actually the one she alleges the one to not necessarily start Dominion and Smartmatic, but the one to take over control and, ma and make sure that they could use these companies to ensure victory when an election honor and like a, a constitutional amendment didn't go the way he wanted. So he made sure that he was able to use these voting systems to ensure victory. And then money coming in from Venezuela as well as communist China um, and some other country. But regardless, you guys see, see what I'm saying. She actually throwing out these crazy allegations about these these countries. Um, again, doesn't mean it's true, but it may, the more specific the allegations, um, generally the more likely it is to be true in the legal world. But once again, guys, it's still probably more likely not true than true. But I'm saying there, this is a legitimate person who's very smart and knows a lot in the legal world, and she's making these allegations. But she could be just doing it for uh, strategy purposes as well as, you know, she could have been bought off. You know, Trump's not clean. He could have he could have paid her a couple million to say, hey, just go out there and say this because this is our only chance. Um, I don't think that's what happened, but it's possible. You've got to be fair, right? They won't, You won't hear stuff like that on CNN being fair. But, hey, we are here on The Daily Show. Um, so only... Sidney Powell further went on to say that they only even found this algorithm and that this hacking had occurred because 
there were so many votes for Trump out there that it essentially broke the algorithm. And the fact that she used the terminology broke um, an algorithm, which isn't, you can't break an algorithm, um, makes makes me think, okay, Sydney, like, you're talking about something you have no idea you're talking about, so it flips it back. It's like, okay, maybe this isn't true. Um, so she she said it broke the algorithm essentially and what that's what caused all these um irregularities and these glitches where we saw you know the the graphs going this way and then there's a big jump for biden and the, the counties that had voters votes switched from trump to biden etc cetera, etc cetera. and it, i mean it's possible guys and it, it makes sense but it, this also isn't the first time crazy allegations like this have, have come out but it's just the fact that who these allegations are coming from which is sydney Powell. Um, lastly, she also says that the founder of Smartmatic admits on YouTube, some Asian guy's got a hard to pronounce name because she could botched it completely and couldn't even pronounce his name, um, said that there's a YouTube video with him admitting that they have used the Dominion voter systems to switch up to a million votes one time. She didn't specify if it was in this election or if it was in a past election or somewhere, some other country's election, but that's what she said in the press conference. But guys, focus on this. I'm an attorney, and this is why I'm trying to help people understand is that press conferences don't mean anything. Um, every, that's why it's so important um, that everything you hear in the news media, whether it's Fox, CNN, or me, it means absolutely nothing as far as changing the election results because it's all about what happens in the courts now. And most of this stuff is just not whether it's going to be eventually made a legal case um that's yet to be seen but they're running out of time they got they need to do it in the next week or so or it, it's it's done and it hasn't been done yet so it's like hurry up guys if you, if you want if this is legit and you have evidence and she does did say that she has hundreds of affidavits and that she does have affidavits of people that actually worked at these companies and said that they were there and they witnessed this and this happened we still haven't seen a legal case been brought. I don't even know what jurisdiction this would be under, if it's a federal jurisdiction or a D.C. jurisdiction, that they would bring this legal case, or if they just have to bring it in every state. That's probably what they have to do is bring it in each state that the Dominion voter system, so the 24 states that have it, um, and bring a case, and, and I, that hasn't happened yet. So everyone, as soon as Sidney Powell came out and said this, and this was a, a day or two ago, so Thursday or maybe Friday, I think it was Thursday night where these allegations came out, a bunch of people reached out, um, the Daily Wire reached out, and Tucker Carlson reached out trying to get, hey, Sydney, that's crazy news, but uh, can you give us some evidence so we can share it? Because now is the time. You're running out of time. If you have, she used the phrase, we're gonna release the Kraken soon, um, but no Kraken has been released except for just her talking, just like Giuliani. And she, Tucker Carlson, literally told Sidney Powell and all of her, her company, or her um, PA, whatever you want to call it, told her, hey, you can literally have my airtime on my show for an entire show or multiple show periods if you need it to air this evidence that you have because you say that you have this evidence. And they declined and even were kind of rude about it. Like, no, leave us alone. We don't have time. Which, then again, guys, it's perfectly plausible that they don't have time because it must be so hard and so complicated to try to get the gather the evidence, go through discovery, and and get the evidence needed to prove these claims in a timely manner. Because just discovery battles and complex litigation guys can go on for a year before you even get past the discovery phase. And they're needing to do this in, in 
basically 20 days, 30 days after the election. I can't even imagine the uh, stress and um, time constraints that they're working under. But that being said, there's no evidence so far aside from some affidavits. And they haven't filed. They need to file. There's no reason to wait. You can amend the claims. Just file the claims before you run out of time. And they haven't done that yet. So that's why I'm saying take it with a grain of salt. And that even though Sidney Powell, a very legitimate person, is saying this stuff, the facts just aren't aligning with what she's saying because they're not in the legal world yet. All right, so that being said, guys, you make your own decision. But overall, basically in the same boat, Yes, the tr- Trump still has a chance to win this, but it's looking less and less likely, and we're running out of time. And more likely than not, Biden won legitimately, even though we know fraud occurred. But as I've said a billion times by now, um, it just wasn't enough fraud to affect the actual results of the election, and Trump probably just lost because a lot of people hate Trump. And the sections, the second main subject I wanted to cover today is the election was rigged guys it was rigged and this is how it was rigged it was rigged by the media yeah, the the fox news the cnn's the msnbs the abc's absolutely rigged because it's incredibly biased incredibly unfair how they cover the candidates they did not cover anything on joe biden joe biden sat in his basement didn't tell anyone no anyone who voted for joe biden had no idea what he's actually um, about and what kind of policies he wants to implement because he would just would hide in his basement and literally call a, a lid, which means um, no more questions from media, at 9 a.m. in the morning. Literally, the last couple of weeks before the election, call a lid at 9 a.m. because he was gaffing too much. He would get up and people would see that he's senile and literally going to um, have a brain aneurysm any day. And so they would just literally not even risk it. And she'd be like, let's focus on Trump. And then the, they know that any coverage of Trump is just going to be bad because... No matter what Trump did, Trump could literally cure cancer, and um, it would the media would spin it to say he created a new disease that is killing even more people than cancer. But how did they do it? The main ways that I want to talk about, um, these are just some examples, guys. Twitter, big social media platform. They alleged in, in Congress the other day when they were being questioned by Cruz, um, by Ted Cruz, um, they said that, I think it was, the CEO for Twitter, what's his name? See, the CEO for Twitter said in a congressional questioning from Ted Cruz the other day that Twitter had no power to actually sway um, the results in elections. Even though uh, back in 2016 when Donald Trump won, it was all Facebook's fault, all Twitter's fault for not suppressing and censoring enough information and too much fake news was out there and that's why Trump won. But now that Trump loses all of a sudden these platforms aren't actually capable of swaying election bullshit absolute bullshit guys don't ever listen to anyone at the top um scratch that absolute absolute bullshit but regardless this is just a an example of how biased the social media platforms are especially twitter facebook's biased because their fact checkers fact checkers are absolute bullshit but twitter is not just basically open and admitted now that they're super biased and that they're a private company, so fluck off. I said fluck. Okay, me. Um, <laughs> but uh, a shining example of this is Stacey Abrams, who lost in 2018 in governor race in Georgia by more than 50,000 votes, which is way more than what Trump has lost, um, is currently behind by in Georgia. 
Yet, um, Jeremy Boring, actually founder of Daily Wire, who isn't like big on Twitter, so he kind of conducted his own experiment. And he tweeted two separate tweets, same day. One was flagged, one wasn't. What tweet was not flagged was when he tweeted out, Stacey Abrams is the legitimate governor of Georgia. She only lost because of voter suppression and voter fraud in Georgia. Wasn't flagged as being false, you know, left alone, legitimate, you know, tweet, 100% true, according to Twitter at least, or the fact checkers. But then tweeted essentially the same thing about Donald Trump flagged as being, you know, fake news or flagged as being completely uh, contrary to the evidence out there. And then he tried to give some, the CEO of Twitter tried to give some bullshit excuse for it. Um, and Ted Cruz smacked him down on it. I don't remember the details. Go look it up yourself if you want to, if you want to see. Twitter, absolutely biased. Facebook, biased as well. Um, Zuckerberg's trying to be, I mean, I don't like the guy, but he's trying to actually He's smart enough to see the hypocrisy of the Democrats. Um, Macy Hirono, which is probably single-handedly the most stupid person in Congress, um, is basically is putting a lot of pressure on Mark Zuckerberg at a congressional hearing recently, saying, "You're not doing enough to censor, you know, all these people like uh, claiming that like the Daily Wire and some other conservative news sources were um, backed by white supremacists." Blah blah blah. Complete bullshit. But. Just trying to, you know, pressure him to start censoring more. And they and Facebook has started since then. Just recently, the Daily Wire has seen crazy artificial suppression of their pages on Facebook. Because they have been the number one viewed um, page on Facebook, especially conservatively. But that's because there's like five of them on Facebook. Um, and they've literally seen their numbers just drop off with no explanation as to why. Because they're, you know, suppressing it. Um, they're artificially or shadow banning is what they're doing and starting to flag some things. And I encourage anyone who's listening to actually go, if you ever see an article or a post that's um, been flagged as being potentially fake news or potentially false, according to fact checkers, click on the fact checkers and, and read it. They'll flag anything they don't agree with. It can be an opinion statement. Like, I don't think that this election was legitimate. They will flag it as being false. It's an opinion. So don't tell me that you know censorship isn't happening because it 100% is, guys. And this is why you need to go out and you need to start investing and pouring your money into these new media outlets on um, on Parler, especially, and on anywhere um, on YouTube, on you know the Louder with Crowder, Daily Wire, um, the Mark Levins, the Dinesh D'Souza's of the world, and. Uh, Seriously, and me, seriously, if you want to help me out and you want me to, you know, you want to contribute something to me, absolutely, whether it's time, money, anything would, would gladly be accepted. And just share and like my videos, guys. Seriously, like, I get a ton of people, you know, messaging me saying they really like these videos and they agree with me, but, you know, they're afraid to be political or whatever. Guys, grow a pair. Seriously. Otherwise, we're going to lose this country in the next 10, 20 years because it's too many, I'm tired of hearing both my friends and family telling me they love my stuff, they agree with me 100%, but they just can't get political because they're afraid. Well, guys, it's not going to matter because we're going to be a freaking socialist country in the next 20 or so years if people like us don't start standing up. I mean, why does the left always win? Because they have the lunatics who have nothing to lose because they don't have jobs in the first place. 
who are willing to get up and go punch someone in the face. I'm not saying to punch people in the face, but they, what I'm saying is people are willing to walk the walk. And people that have $50 to their name will donate $49 to Elizabeth Warren because they believe in her and believe in change. Well, conservatives, nut up and freaking put your money where your mouth is. Quit saving every penny and, and not and listening to these conservative people. And then as soon as they ask for money, being like, ah, nah, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to donate. Freaking give some money. Give something. Share their videos. Share my videos. Like my stuff and tell people about me. And do something aside from, um, I appreciate the messages. Seriously, I, and, and that's the only reason I'm still doing this because people have messaged me. But do something to get the message out too. You can't just sit there and be quiet because that's not going to bring any change. I'm sorry, but obviously I have a serious, you know, passionate opinion about this. Um, but lastly, I mean, the reason the media is so adamantly sticking to their position about this being a legitimate election and that anyone who says otherwise is is fake news, and they're not, they're immediately writing them off as being a crazy conspiratorial thinker, is because. It's the, the only last bit of credibility that this media has lies on Biden winning this election. Because if somehow there all these allegations that Sidney Powell and other people have, have, have been talking about come out to be true and they prove it in court, guys, the no media, no mainstream media outlet has any credibility, credibility left. Because even Fox, which is supposed to be conservative, called Arizona for Trump when, way before they ever should have. And um, has our, for the last year been basically anti-Trump. Um, so yeah, guys, um, that's why they're sticking to their story. And if it doesn't work out for them, they know that what little credibility they do have left is completely shot. But um, one last thing I wanted to touch on was uh, Biden may get really lucky. And I want people to hear this and understand this. So let's say Biden keeps the victory he has right now. He's the president-elect. He is inaugurated in January 20th, 2021, and assuming the Republicans keep the Senate, depending on the Georgia runoff, he might get really lucky because what's going to happen is he's going to look like a really successful president, even though he can't even complete a coherent sentence. He's going to look successful because he's going to have the benefit of the Republican Senate basically hampering anything he tries to do because if you don't have Senate majority, it's really hard to get much done as a president. So his, he's going to inherit the vaccine from the, fiber, fiber, the, the Pfizer, excuse me, the Pfizer vaccine that basically is being going to be used and signed off by Trump and using emergency measures to expedite millions of vaccines to, to needy people. And it's supposedly 90% success rate right now, which is insane, which never thought Say what you want about the market capitalist system, guys. It's got tons of flaws. But this is a miracle that Trump and the free market um, private sector was able to accomplish what they did in just months, which is something that should have taken decades, just a couple years ago would have taken decades, to develop a vaccine for a specific disease that is 90% successful in as little time as they have. Operation Warp Speed, look it up. And the media is not giving Trump any credit for this. If Biden keeps his victory, he's going to get credit. Um, so they're going to have that. And then the as soon if this vaccine does follow through, the economy is going to surge again and go back to the Trump economy we had before COVID, which was 
the most successful um, economy of all time, by far, bar none. Um, and he's going to have the Senate being Republican majority. His bullshit economic policies, which are horrible, horrible, um, aren't going to be able to hamper the economy because he won't be able to get anything passed because it's going to have the, the benefit of blaming it on the Republican Senate. Well, we don't have the Senate majority yet, so I'm sorry I can't implement, I can't forgive all your student loans, and I can't um, implement a 90% tax rate on people making over $4 million. So the media and the media is going to kiss his ass the entire time like they did for Obama, and they're going to say, wow, this is too, such a better president than Trump, and Trump's just going to get forgot about as being, you know, and written off as a horrible racist orange president. It's frustrating, guys, but this is politics, and this is what happens, so I just want people to understand that, and maybe if you, if I was clear enough, you could explain it to people out there, but unfortunately, most people won't listen, and if they won't listen, then it's not worth it to, to tell them, because they're not going to change their mind anyway, right? But final thoughts, as I've stated previously multiple, multiple times, looking more and more likely that Biden is the um, legitimate winner, but... Only time will tell, as I've said. Um, and if these allegations are true and some kind of legal claims get filed and there's some type of evidence to back it up, um, then I will have more hope. But right now, it's not looking good, guys. Um, but hey, as long as we keep the Senate, it won't be that bad and we'll still have a, a viable America for the next couple years at least. Um, but one thing I, that does absolutely need to get done is the way elections are conducted in this country. You guys are welcome to comment and give me your ideas. My idea is ultimate, ultimate transparency. It's the only way to really do it and ensure no fraud occurs because most states, if not all states, have secrecy laws which allow people to see your votes. Like in Florida, we can see if our vote was counted, but we can't see how we voted. Um, but if we had ultimate transparency where you literally can just get on Google, get on whatever search engine you use and search you, your name, and make sure you had a vote that was counted and who the vote was counted for, um, I feel like that's the only way to ensure absolute um, election integrity. There may be some serious issues with that. I, I know everyone's going to say, oh, well, you're going to, people are going to look you up and know you voted Republican and then you're going to get dogs. Or, Guys, that's already going to happen, so that shouldn't even be a fear anymore. People are going to know, people are going to be able to find out regardless. Um, and if, if you have a better idea of how to keep some secrecy but also ensure election integrity, then I'm open to hearing it. But that's the only way I can think of. Because I would love to just get on our phones, guys, and, and literally be like uh, American Idol. And you can vote and we'll know who won in you know an hour. And we'll just text this, text Trump or text Biden to vote. But, I mean, the private companies, AT&T, which is incredibly left-leaning company, um, would have the power to affect those results. So this fraud could still occur, and we just would never really know for sure if, if our votes were counted the way we wanted them to. Um, but yeah, other than that, guys, um, nothing has changed. It's looking less, less and less likely for Trump, and uh, we just we need a new, new way of conducting elections. So that's how I feel. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Daily Show. The Daily Daily Show. But we're far from that collectively. White boy, don't say that. White boy, oh you so bad. White boy, you wish you were black. White boy, dear white boy. White boy.